Warning, the following program contains adult language, adult themes, and spoilers. Viewer discretion is advised. Good evening and welcome to this week's episode of this week's episode. I am your host, Evan Goldstein. With me as always is the wonderful Karen Randazzo. That's too much juice, Glenn. <laughs> and the Damn amazing <laughs> the amazing Chris Randazzo. I don't have a quote because I was gonna say that's too much juice. I thought there was no way in hell that she would have picked out that's too much juice. <laughs> <laughs> We here on this week's episode talk television. This week we are talking Superstore Season 2, Episode 9, Black Friday. Uh, that was my choice. But before we get into that, here's your weekly reminder that you can get in touch with us at mail at geekade.com. Tell us what we're doing right. Let us know what we should be watching. Tell us what you think of the shows we are actually watching. Any and all feedback is welcomed and appreciated. We love hearing from you guys. Actually, I, yeah, we do. I mean, I really have no basis for compare. Yeah, we love hearing from you. So, me. Okay, here's the deal. Last week sort of came as a surprise to me that I had to make a choice because I forgot. You really about- set us up, set us up the the bar high by saying this is a show I kind of enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. I've seen all of the episodes of this show, but it has been an in the background kind of watching. Uh-huh. Um, there's there's certain things about this show that I really really enjoy, like certain characters and just about any interactions that the background players have. But let let's just show is called Superstore. It's about a group of people that work in a Walmart esque type store, and this episode specifically revolves around their Black Friday. <laughs> so yeah, seeing as I set the bar so high, I feel like I, I had it. What did you think? Well, Evan, <laughs> first of all, uh, to clear up any confusion for listeners, because we encountered this when we went to look it up on the ABC app or on demand or whatever we did, it said it was episode ten. So if you're confused, oh, that may be why. Interesting. Uh, for our dear listeners. Okay, <laughs> but so... But to, to, to clarify that even further, I went to go look it up earlier today to do some show notes, and IMDb lists it as episode nine. Right, which is what Evan told us. So, get okay. your shit together, Superstore. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really I already feel hate it. this show. <laughs> anyway. I feel it's their so, fault. <laughs> we're not big fans in this house of Walmart. Okay. <laughs> And we have one serious retail veteran who's lived through many, many hells Mm -hmm. of Black Friday. And also, I don't shop on Black Friday because I hate it. So, (laughs) you're kind of setting yourself up for a fall here, buddy. (laughs) This episode in particular struck me as... um, Somebody who's never worked a day of retailer in their lives idea of what Black Friday is like. You you can't take this show seriously. No, no, no. Not <laughs> not taking the show seriously, just in the level like the the, the potluck thing. Yeah. Like no no. No. Nobody nobody's doing that. Come on now. Like it's it was one of the it's it's like one of those things that gets under my skin, like when, you know, somebody's playing a PlayStation four and they got Atari twenty six hundred pack on Twenty six hundred Pac Man sounds coming out of it, like that drives me off the damn wall. This is okay. one of those things. It's like, no, 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 you got this so completely wrong. And this is this is airing on NBC, the same network that aired Chuck, and Chuck did all that retail stuff with Best Buy so well, and well, it has the uh, same Black Friday shenanigans. Not the same. Black I mean, th- there was like, no there was no pot or potluck, but like the midnight release for a game, they had a fucking concert. That's right, they did, but that's their own brand of altered reality that kind of worked. And this one, this, this, this isn't a science fiction show like Chuck was. Oh my god! Okay. All right. Yeah, the difference that, that's, between that's, this and Chuck is that Chuck had like that 
fantasy element to it. There, there's no spies living in the basement of this superstore. This we is don't just know that. Le- <laughs> I'm only at the right. end of season two. Season three suppose- could be a crossover. How if- cool would that be? <laughs> Wow, if they're hiding that, that's like a really bad call on the show's part. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, look, it's. I will say this for the show that it is exactly what's on the tin. Um, the commercials for this show are exactly spot on to the type of humor this show is. Mm-hmm. Like, there, this show knows exactly what it is, and um, it's not for me. I I didn't care for it. Uh, it's it's very. It's very paint by numbers. You know what this this show is? This show is what I thought Parks and Rec was. Um, okay. You know, The Office was this huge success, and then Parks and Rec I thought was just The Office, but a you know a not a cheap knockoff of The Office, but in a different setting. And you know, it turned out that Parks and Rec, I guess maybe have started that way, but it turned into something so much more. And I, I honestly prefer Parks and Rec to The Office mm-hmm. now, uh, in the long run, because you know The Office got kind of cruddy towards the end, and Parks and Rec yeah, just it, kept getting better. But seemed to be floundering. This show, at the end. like it, it I, per- I, I took note of that. I hate everyone in this show. Like absolutely everybody. I, I hate them all, but especially hate the Asian guy and the stupid girl. Like. <laughs> They're just they just made these weird character archetypes and they're they're just a little too much over the top to not be com- comedically over the top. It's almost like they're trying to make it seem like these people could theoretically exist in the real world. And if they're making Jeff and Lester look like <laughs> real people you would meet on the street by comparison, they've gone too far. Like like the dirt talks like this. There's always he's kind of in charge and he took the pills or whatever. Like okay, dude, your voice is may, might have been funny at a party once, t- twenty years ago. But well, I feel really bad <sighs> because that's actually Mark McKinnon. I think is his name. He yes. he's an original kid in the hall. Yes, he is. Oh, that's heartbreaking, man. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> that is the only reason I actually started watching this show was because of Mark McKinnon or McKinney. I think it's McKinney. Wow. Mark McKinney. Yeah. I didn't find anything right he that. did funny. I really didn't like the the butch girl who takes her job too seriously. Mm-hmm. Like I was no. Come on. And and like the I don't know if it, though if it's a long running will they won't they like they America for error and skinny white dude are definitely <laughs> not Jim and Pam. <laughs> there's, there's no. Like that, that guy's so over the top in love with her. And the the awkwardness there was just, it wasn't even enjoyably awkward so much as it just felt sad. Like, it made me sad to watch him. (laughs) So what you're telling me. (laughs) (laughs) So you're saying there's no chance. Yeah, I'm sorry. I mean, it's... Dude, absolutely no reason to be sorry. I, like I said, when I watch this show, it's usually on in the background. So I don't have to pay yeah. attention to it. If mm. I, I guess if you do, like if you're looking for a solid story or good acting or whatnot, yeah, this may not be the, the show for you. But in points of the show, there are things that make me laugh. Like there's a scene at the at the end where the girl that you, um, what the fuck is her name? The, the idiot girl at the end. Says, if anybody finds a green no, hair thingy, no. it's mine. I know that's not the joke. <laughs> it freaking better not be the joke because that was awful. That was horrible. The the store is closing now. Not the bring your stuff to the front of the store kind of closing. The get the hell out of the store closing. Working in retail, there are th- times that you don't want to say those things. Driving a forklift down an aisle with brooms and a, and a pallet attached to it to. You know, that was a good gag. Heard people and I'm out. S- <laughs> like I, I was so sad that I didn't laugh at that because I'm. I was acknowledging that as a good gag of like just literally forklifting people and <laughs> out of the store and driving over the doll and. It wasn't. I an mean, accident. like, come on! What a, what a hacky joke! The the woman who like, oh, I'm looking for a kid, and then she takes the doll. I'm like, I saw that coming from like the moment you opened your mouth. <laughs> yeah. This show doesn't strike me so much as made by people who've never worked a day of retail as made by people who've 
worked retail a lot, but have no idea how to write a TV show. <laughs> <laughs> so, so they went the other way, is what you're saying. <laughs> right. So, like, you know, that you're stuck on your break in the break room or whatever, and you're like, man, this would all make a really good show. And it might make a really good show, but it's not this show. <laughs> Like the bit where everyone was in the back, like absolutely everybody was in the back except for that one woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was that was I felt like that was a good opportunity. That was a good setup right there. Everybody went on break at the same time, and nobody, you know, well, they nobody argued with anyone about it. And the all hell breaking loose out there of just her crawling on the floor, it wasn't funny, and it could have been like that was a good setup for something to have happened other than just everyone being completely lethargic and then no comedy coming from it. <laughs> I, there's like a, there's just, this could be a funny, a fun and funny show. This is a decent setup for an office kind of comedy, but the writing is just hacky and awful. And that makes me sad. <laughs> well, I, I apologize for making you sad, Chris. It wasn't you. It was the show. And it's what I feared the show was. You know, I mean, come on. A, a, an office-style comedy about working retail. About the absolute horror that is working retail. And, I mean, even this setup of this awful Cloud9 store with all of its stupid uh, catchphrases and whatnot. Like, there's there's a lot of good setup here. And I tend to root for NBC comedies. Like, mm-hmm. I like NBC and you know it, it it does often make me sad that they're like the last place of the big networks and CBS is in number 1 and CBS has nothing but nothing but this store nothing they, CBS has nothing but this show on it <laughs> oh. well i am personally insulted that you did not like my show <laughs> i'm done okay <laughs> podcast over <laughs> Now, like I said, uh, last week it, it came as a surprise to me that I had to pick a show, and literally what I did was I Googled TV, and the, the, the you know, Google page that shows up just ran a, like a bunch of images across the top of currently running shows, and we have spoken a lot about a lot of them, and I was also looking for one that I, you know didn't have to do much research on or something that I knew and this was the first one that I saw now I'm not going to lie and say that I don't laugh at, I laugh at this show the show makes me laugh at times um, but absolutely right not going to argue there are some really bad points to this show I can't stand the pharmacist like uh, there was there was so little of him in there I didn't really get a good feel for him but he didn't he didn't excite me <laughs> he, he sh- <laughs> in either direction he like <laughs> Mateo the stereotypical gay character like the there's a lot of I don't want to say stereotypes because it's not like a national nationality type thing it's like there are certain people that work retail that you have worked with, and you could see mm-hmm. these are caricatures of those people. Yes. The overzealous, you know, assistant manager, the manager who wants to be your friend as opposed to your boss. You know, like shit like that, but it it misses it misses the mark on a, it does. A, 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 on a number of points. But like I said, there are things in here that make me laugh out loud. Like the, the 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 guy in the wheelchair reading off the announcements and just talking about fucking Tom Hanks movies, like that was funny to me because he goes, "Hey, you remember that one? That was a good movie." Just so that he didn't have to go on register. I know that feeling. I know I want to do anything but that. It is what it is. Yeah, register <laughs> in a store like that, man. I worked I worked register Toys R Us on Black Friday for a couple of years. That is that is the last place anyone wants to be mm-hmm. is on register. Yeah, and like it's funny because as I'm watching the, this episode in particular, there are certain things that I noticed that like they had very nice bags. Like that's like <laughs> I didn't even notice. Yeah, it's like a really over the top for like a Walmart type store. Like that just that's a glaring thing to me. Like you know, like the empty cup drink thing for you, Chris. Mm-hmm. That was something that got me. 
I'm not, I, I, I never, ever expected you guys to fall for this show and <laughs> watch the rest of it. <laughs> this was, hey, I got to get past my turn. So here we go. Black Friday. I think I remember that episode. <laughs> we'll give you a pass. We know you have a lot on your plate right uh, Yes, now. I am quite the busy bee right now. So. Yeah, I mean, like, I didn't exactly pick the best episode of Cowboy Bebop, so we're we're all kind of kind of missing the mark a little bit here. <laughs> all right, every team has I a slump. Said to, <laughs> I said to Chris, I was like, "So this is what we get when you pick a bad episode of Cowboy Bebop." This is how he retaliates. <laughs> <laughs> all part of my master plan. <laughs> all right. Um, well, I love this show. Watch it. No, I'm just kidding. It's all right. Put it out of the background. <laughs> Say, like, since when do you love this show? You just said you didn't. I don't love this show. I tolerate this show. Like I said, it's noise in the background <laughs> that you don't really have to pay attention to. I don't know what if that's a good review or a bad review. Where the the but th- it's a review. It's a review. <laughs> all right. I think 15 minutes is enough talk about Superstar. Do you guys agree? I mean, I'm I'm good. <laughs> I'm ready to never talk about it again. <laughs> All right. That sounds like a plan. All right. Let's take a quick break. Um, when we get back, we're going to talk some news. Stay tuned. Hey, guys. We're going to take a break from our reg- regularly scheduled commercials for me to do a gratuitous plug. I love gratuity. Isn't it? Isn't it amazing? It's a great word. All right. So this is going. This is this show is posting Wednesday. So Wednesday, right? No, we normally Thursday. record Tuesday, edit Wednesday. Okay, so it's going up Thursday. So, in, in if you're listening to it on Thursday, in two days in Morristown, New Jersey, at Men in Arena, I and my team over at Garden State Comic Fest are putting on our yearly show. July called Garden State Comic called Fest. Garden State Comic Fest. Now I have a question for Go you. Go for it. Is it like by Menon? Is that the same thing? No. <laughs> by Menon. No. <laughs> okay, now. But now, that is I, a convenient way to remember where the show is. Absolutely. I just lost all respect for your show. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no longer excited. July eighth and 9th, Menon Arena. Now this 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 place houses. Three hockey rinks. We take over two of them for show floor. Shit ton of vendors and artists and celebrities and cosplay and all of the sorts. And then for a couple of hours on Saturday, we open up the third rink for cosplay on ice. Yes. That was it. That was an idea that I fought because I thought it might be too big of an insurance thing but it happened last year without a hitch only one person hurt themselves so cosplay on ice does that mean you get to chill with some cosplayers yeah you see this our our running our running (laughs) tag is Garden State Comic Fest the coolest show in New Jersey because one of our rinks still has ice underneath the floor and it is cold in that room and, and the, the slogan for hockey was at one point the coolest game on earth. Exactly. And the kid that, that brought it up, brought it up like the, the saying, he, he's like the tagline, this is it. And he was joking. And it made it too far. It got on the t-shirts. So we're stuck with that catch line now, that catchphrase. Yeah. I think it's marvelous. It is. It's a good time. Because it is, in fact, the coolest we have Comic a good time. Convention. We have a good time. And the uh, reason I'm... Br- and if you want to beat the heat in July, <laughs> what better place? Absolutely. Absolutely correct. There you go. Another reason I bring this up here is on Saturday at 4 p.m., 4 to 5, on the main stage, Geek Aid will be having a panel. Hey, Geek Aid, that's us. That's us. Well, not... But it's us. It's, it's us. The family us. Because this year we're doing a comic-themed... I don't know, showdown, game show, the D-list the debate. debate. Um, choosing where two teams will choose between a plethora of D-list characters to make the best team that we can form. Um, Jonathan Fuger will be the judge. Dean DeVestlor DeFalco will be the host. 
So that, that in itself just means fun. <laughs> Is that what that means? Yeah. Fun. I always wonder. I personally means. can't wait. Hi. Well. <laughs> I personally won't wait. I personally have to wait because it's it's Monday. We're we're a little ahead of the game. It's a valid point. I, it I, is Monday. It, it's Monday. I'm glad you said that, Evan. Yeah. Don't rush out now. So let's wrap this up. This weekend, July 8th and 9th, Marstown, New Jersey, Men in Arena. Come on down to Garden State Comic Fest. Check the show out. Check us out. Like I said, 4 to 5, main stage, Saturday. Let's let us make fools of ourselves. We'll all be there. This is why we usually write our commercials. Yeah, we ahead sort of, of blather a little bit. I feel like I'm <laughs> I'm rambling. Am I rambling? Should I be editing really, this out? You're really good at rambling, though. Like right, well, I like listening to you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. We like seeing our people, our fans, our listeners, whatever you want to call yourself, in person. We like to give high fives and uh. talk about whatever cool geek stuff you're into. So come on down to the con and see us all, because guess what? We're all going to be there. We'll be there. We also have a table, too. Come see us at a table. We're going to do a raffle. Yeah. There's going to be a raffle at our table. Good mm. stuff. Good, uh, like, good prizes, which I still have to go out and get. But we'll have good it's prizes. It's different than our last raffle, which was the worst oh. raffle ever. Yes. Literally. Literally. Like, Literally, think, that was the idea. There was a idea. spatula in there, wasn't there? Uh, there was a spatula. Yeah. There was a little Batman thing. <laughs> There was a copy of Sonic the Hedgehog on Genesis. A bunch of bunch of useless stuff. Yeah, this time we're actually gonna we're gonna do good prizes. So, <laughs> yeah, July eighth and 9th, Marstown, New Jersey, Men in Arena. Come say hello. North State Comic Fest. Chris, hey, it's time once again. <laughs> For the Dragon Ball Super 60 Second Summary. I like the way you say it. Aw, oh, thanks. <laughs> Starting right now. Guess what, Evan? Guess what? Guess what? We're at the tournament. Woo-hoo! The tournament started. Yes, as a matter of fact, it absolutely started. And th- they said, ready and go. And everybody got together and started beating everybody up. All these different characters from all these different universes. Crazy characters we've never seen before. All beating the ever-loving crap out of each other and it was awesome. It was super cool to watch and then Goku found some strong guys that he wanted to go after and Gohan is all just like, wait, we were going to use teamwork and then Goku's like, nah, I'm out and then uh, Android 17 and 18 were like, peace out guys and then uh, Frieza was just like, yup, I'm leaving I don't even know why you thought I was going to stay here and the guy, they all went out started getting into fights and just blowing crap up and knocking people out of the ring and uh, Gohan and their little team had this, they got surrounded by a bunch of dudes and they did this really good job of holding their own and then Goku was getting ready to start fighting this other guy and he got bear hugged and he almost got knocked out and he's saving his energy. Ah, it's a whole big mess of, of awesome fighting and there's lots of fists, there's lots of explosions and I can't wait to see what happens next to the end. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so it was literally an episode of swinging fists and that's it? <laughs> I mean, like, there. I mean, I could go into more detail of the <laughs> fights, but it was like a bunch of dudes fought a, bu- a bunch of dudes and dudettes from all over the galaxies fought a bunch of other dudes and dudettes from other galaxies, and okay. then the episode ended. <laughs> okay. I feel like there was some sort of important plot point at some point, but really, it's just like <laughs> everyone's fighting each other. Who's gonna win? Awesome. Thank you, sir. Oh, you're welcome. And we're back. Thank you so much for checking out our singular commercial. That probably lasted longer than the regular four batch of commercials. Let's talk some news. Okay. Karen, you posted up this this <laughs> Okay. You posted up this article and when I saw where it came from, I'm like, food and wine? What, what? <laughs> <laughs> why the fuck is there a news article about television on food and wine? And they did it. They well, tied it all together. <laughs> There are many, many shows about food and wine. <laughs> and wine. And wine. Okay, apparently, um, Scott Patterson, you know, he, 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 he's, the, he's Luke from the Gilmore Girls. He's making his own coffee. That just makes so much sense. Yeah, best idea ever. The only problem is it should be called Luke's Coffee, but it's not. <laughs> 
Uh, it should, but there's probably some sort of rights thing oh, going I, I, on there. Yeah, I mean, he's not going to share profits. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> I mean, it seems like a great idea. I sure hope he actually knows what he's doing in terms of like making coffee. Oh, okay. oh I think he was um he was involved in those the pop-up ones. Yeah. Like that was kind of where this came from. Like they did a bunch of those fake Luke's diners and he kind of did that and was like, "Hey, this is pretty cool." There was a following. Did you guys see this? There is also a Luke's Diner Lego set in the yes. works. <laughs> I was going to bring what? that up. Luke's Diner a Lego, Lego set. A Luke's Diner Lego set? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Man, they'll Lego anything, and I'm happy about it. So the coffee's coming. It's called Scotty P's Big Mug Coffee. Um, I'm sure it will be popular because, you know, number one, it's coffee. And number two, the Gilmore Girls have just a little bit of a following, so... I was just fun to see. <laughs> Maybe it'll be good enough that TV shows will start using it and stop having characters carry around empty cups all the damn time. <laughs> Perish the thought. Never. Um, let's move on to the next one. Chris, you threw up this one. Um, it's a video explaining the voice casting for the new Castlevania Netflix series. Oh, yeah. I actually forgot I posted that. Um, they do make a very nice Max Headroom reference in it, which I approved of. Um, I know none of these people. Both sides. Yeah, I don't think... I didn't look up any of them, and I don't think I know them either. Well, I'm talking like both sides of this, the, 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 the coin there. Like oh, Trevor yeah. Belmont. The, the... I, rem- I recognize the name Belmont. I think that's the, the main character, right? That's the... Yes, Trevor Belmont was the main character of Castlevania Three: Dracula's Curse, which is what this whole show seems to be based on. Okay, which is a good game to base it on because it's got a cool story. Okay, so they went through the the the, the voice cast. Um, Trevor Belmont is Richard Armitage. Alucard is James Callis. Sifia. <laughs> I, I think so. I have no idea. Sifa, uh, Sifa, Sifa, Belnades, Belnades, whatever. Ha- Alejandra. Oh my God! I give up. But, okay, just watch the video. They talk about it. There's a bunch of people doing a bunch of voices for a Castlevania show. It's going to be awesome, and it's just yeah. good to see that it's it's moving, that it's actually continuing. Like, it is. Yeah, yeah. There's. It's. Yeah, it's rocking and rolling. It's rocking and rolling. It's it's a thing that as ten things tend to do at Netflix. Yeah, yes, they do. Yeah, I guess they really don't screw around, do they? Chris, you posted up this next one as well, and I liked it. The trailer for the new Inhumans show. Oh yeah, hit the hit the, the I guess the the interwebs. Um, and yeah, I did. I didn't hate it. I didn't. Ha- it didn't really. Oh, you know what it was? It was the dog at the end. Yeah, Lockjaw looks good. Something about it still just looks cheap to me. If that makes any sense, like the the special effects for Lockjaw or the show itself. Just mm-hmm. kind of in in general, it looks cheap. Okay. Because they're spending a shit ton to, to film it because it's all on with IMAX cameras and whatnot to do in the first two episodes of the show for two weeks in IMAX theaters. And then it's going to hit ABC proper. Yeah, I just kind of feel like it's, I don't know if it's the, the costume design. It's, I don't know. You know what? If you're going to film something on all IMAX cameras, you should probably make sure that the thing you're pointing the cameras at looks good. <laughs> Is worth it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I I, I will say I thought, I, I don't know anything about the original property, but um, I thought that What's-His-Face um, from Game of Thrones, Ewan Rion, uh-huh. um, I was... Very convinced by him. I was like, wow, okay. I think that's pretty good casting. The royal brother. I don't even remember their If that's names. not what that character's like, then that's not good casting. <laughs> but otherwise, I thought he was great. There was, if my, if my memory serves me, there was infighting in the royal family because they were hiding on the moon and he felt <laughs> that they were powerful enough to take over the world. Um, 
there are things that we saw in the trailer. Um, Black Bolt being quiet except for a little bit where he grunts and then fucking his voice flips over a cop car, which I thought was neat. Um, mm-hmm. Seeing Lockjaw, the teleportation thing that they're doing, not necessarily mm-hmm. a vanishing, but I don't know, like a tearing away almost. Yeah, it looks pretty neat. It, it's got points to it. Um, it is a short trailer, so we're not getting much. We're getting, we're getting the backstory of the disgruntled brother and he's you know it's funny because the fir- what's what's that guy's name like do we know his name in, in real life the, the the which guy the only character that's talking in this trailer the, the guy who's playing the brother from game of thrones fuck yeah ewan rian okay my first experience with him is like was in a a, a an english show about a bunch of kids that is that that get superpowers and throughout the entirety of that show, he was really, really meek and quiet. And ever since then, it's everything he's he has done has been over the top. Like, very angry and very yelly and whatnot. I feel very like, whatnot. Very whatnot. I feel like he's I don't know. I don't wanna I don't want to say he's been typecasted because he's actually good at it. But we'll see. It, I enjoy his performances. I will say that even when I, you know, hate his character. <laughs> yeah, because like you're supposed to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that guy was giving Joffrey a run for his money on <laughs> most hateable. <laughs> <laughs> and that takes some skill. Seriously. All right. Um, <laughs> I'm curious as to how Chris is going to react to this story. But Karen, you posted up that that. Uh, Johnny Galecki's mm-hmm. the kid from uh, well the kid the guy who is older than me <laughs> from the Big Bang Theory he lost his home in a fire I got nothing against that guy okay I didn't I know mean, besides the show I didn't know if your distaste for the show would leech over into him like just not liking him as a person <laughs> Nah, I mean, you know, what was it? Uh, he was on Roseanne and That's true. Yeah. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Like, I can't hate that guy. He's making a buttload of money off that show. Right. And it's a steaming pile of garbage, and I wish it would burn in hell. But I, hey, I'm all right with him. Well, <laughs> he can live. <laughs> he lost his home. Um, apparently, there's a bunch of fires going around. This group is called the Hill Fires, and he had a ranch. It's about a hundred. Part of a spate of suspicious fires <laughs> to the formation of the Water for Huskies. <laughs> Go you Huskies! No, it's very upsetting. It Hopefully, is. I mean, it says it's about two hundred miles outside. Fifty people were evacuated from the. This is a week ago now, mm-hmm. it, uh, because of these wildfires. So, and that's you know they they just got over their drought i mean not completely but it did rain and they got they got us a little relief but now these these fires these brush fires and forest fires are just getting a little crazy out there so apparently this set that took down this set of fires that took down his home is fucking 1500 acres in size that's that's a lot of acres (laughs) that's a lot of fire so, I was going to say, that's a big fire. It is. It is. Best of luck to him. I know he's a big fan of the show. Um, oh, yeah, definitely. And, you know, what is it? Thoughts and prayers to all of those that are without homes. Yeah. <laughs> um, Chris, you posted up this next one. And the the original link that you posted up, when it pops up, it's in another language. So I have no idea. I didn't know what it was. But when you reposted it, I got upset because I had already seen it. And I wanted to bring <laughs> I wanted to bring it to your attention. <laughs> oh my god, Evan, if I had a dollar for every time that happens to me <laughs> where I'm like, Oh my god, honey, you gotta say God damn it. <laughs> um apparently what's it, Fully Cooley? <laughs> Fully Cooley. Fully Cooley, season two and three trailer is uh, available on YouTube. You can check that out. It is very anime. <laughs> yes it is. <laughs> I watched it and I'm going I'm sure this means something to somebody. <laughs> it's that person is not me. It is so fast. I mean, I don't know what any of that stuff means. There's a 
there's a character there that might be adult Naota from the original series, and Haruko was at the end, but other than that, <laughs> you got your guess is as good as mine. <laughs> it's more than I got. <laughs> like, there are people, the, the most I got out of it that I recognized was like, oh, hey, it's the pillows. <laughs> yeah, music made me really happy. Made me really, really happy. <laughs> it was funny because when I saw like the advertisement for this trailer and I clicked on <coughs> it, the conversation about um, Cowboy Bebop, about it not being a very anime anime. Mm-hmm. And then I thought, well, I, I, re- I remember watching Fully Cooly. Was it really? And it is way oh, to yeah. the other side. Like that spectrum. With an exclamation point. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> so, um, did it say when or is it just coming? Like Next it's year. 2018, 2018. Is what it said. There you go. Season season two and three. Fully coolly. Keep your eyes out for it. Um, I posted up this next one because I read I read about this late last week. Um, Donald Logue, who I can't remember his character's name. He's on um, Gotham. He's Bullock, if I'm not mistaken, in Gotham. I haven't watched Gotham in a long time. Um, apparently, it's because his, it's not very good. Yeah. Well, I hear things back and forth. Every, you know. I hear things all the time. I'm like, yeah. I mean, I want that to not suck, but, <laughs> but really. Anywho, his 16 year old daughter is missing. Has been for a couple of weeks now, and he is. And that's so crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the first when I first saw this um, article. There's a, an image attached to it that he posted on social media. He's actually reaching out to social media to try to, to help to find some sort of answers. The image that he posted is of a younger child, not a 16-year-old. And I was like, wow, this should be, if it's a, a little kid, this should be bigger. Like this news, this should be bigger news, especially since he lives in New York. Like he's, a, he's from Brooklyn. Like this should be a thing that I have heard of. Um, on top of that, his his kid is uh, transgender, so he was born a boy, is now a girl, and they have no idea where she is. So, I, I, so I mean, spread the word if you're yeah. in New York. You know, go online and check out the story and keep an eye out for her. I mean, I guess that's the best I can say, but well, yeah, I, I mean, it's a sad story. The problem, I, I have no idea what she looks like. That is true. Like, Well, I think if you want to find out what you sh- what you she can. looks like, I'm sure you, you can. can. I thought, I, I thought it was just trying to, trying to do a good thing, put out some, you know, get some help for the guy. Yeah, a lot of, I mean, Homes burning down and it's not, it's not kids a good week in news. Not a good week to be a celebrity. All right. Um, wow, this is a short news cycle this week. All right. Finally, I threw this one up there um, for two reasons. One, it's more information about Game of Thrones. Um, apparently, the okay. So as we recall, final two seasons. We're in the throes of the final two seasons. The end of season seven is going to be apparently a longer episode, clocking it at almost an hour and a half. And season... At least we get some warning. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Season... I say that because uh, the season finale of Doctor Who was a 90-minute episode this week, this past week, and I had no idea. And it started instead of at its regular time. It started a half hour early. Oh. Which is something that you might want to tell people. And I'm sure they, like, did. But <laughs> if I didn't know, um, and I tend to kind of pay close attention to that show. Yes. Yes, you do. <laughs> I'm sure they did during class or whatever show came next. <laughs> yeah. They started... Sorry. I'm sidetracking off this sto- new story. But they... This whole season, they don't play the trailer for the next episode right after the episode ends they play it in the middle of the next show which that's weird i'm not tuning in to watch that show just to see the preview 
for the show I actually care about. See, now Walking Dead did something similar to this, but what they did was they'd give you the preview, and then they'd give you a special sneak peek during Talking Dead. Right. I'm cool with that. You want just give me the basic preview okay. that's going to be on YouTube and everywhere the next day. And if you want to do something extra special during your next show to try to get people to stick around, go nuts. But don't make it the preview for the next episode or pertinent information about the next episode's airtime. Yeah, they they they've been doing a lot of stupid stuff. They they uh, oh, the <laughs> they're in the middle of a commercial break in the middle of the show. Mm. They would play like. 10, 15 second clip from later in the episode. What? Like a preview of what's going to be in the rest of this episode. Like, Why? fuck you. I'm already watching the show. And not only that, but with no warning, so you kind of feel like the show came oh, back you and you missed something. And then it like, oh, oh, I came back, so now I'm just going to sit here for the commercial because it's going to come back. Is that a is soon. that a constant thing? Like they do that all the time or is this It was once per episode. Yeah. It's like totally a BBC America thing that they're doing. Right <laughs> like now, someone didn't I, just I, fuck up with like the pushing of the play button over at BBC. Yeah, no, because we saw them do it during Orphan Black too. Like this is something that they're doing on purpose, and they should freaking and stop. It's annoying AF. Anyway, Game of Thrones. Anywho, Game of Thrones uh, season finale of season seven. Like I said, almost an hour and a half. The season eight, which is a truncated season, may be longer episodes a la you know sherlock and like bbc stuff so i think they're trying to squeeze a full length season in just i think what is it 10 episodes or, or less trying than to that. fit a whole season in fewer episodes right so it's not less content like everyone feared it's just longer form right i uh, excuse me seven uh, seven for this season? No, seven. yeah, and six for season eight. Six episodes for season eight. So six at an hour and a half a piece. Nine. There you go. Another part of this article that just made me kind of like just question things is, um, granted they they. <sighs> When they start doing, you know, press junkets and and stuff, like HBO is really worried about spoilers for the uh, the upcoming seasons. But what they should be worried about is things like Sophie Turner stating that she got her like she she learned about sex from the show. Like you you don't she's you, no. That shouldn't be a topic of conversation during an interview. Well, <laughs> like you want to, I want to think of her as an adult because of the things that she has done in that show. Like it's, but she's twenty one. Yeah, she's. A, it's an, and I mean it's not the show's fault. No, I guess that came up. <laughs> it's just but I, that that did make me feel it, icky. It too. Just, I was it's like, like a, uh, uh, yeah, come on now. So, main thing is going to get more than just the six hours of Game of Thrones. I, is that back yet? I don't even know. No, it comes back in two weeks. Oh, okay. Seven seasons. Or on a, a week and a half, probably, by the time this goes up. July 16th. Yes. <sighs> I, don't, I may have to get HBO Go. I don't have HBO anymore. Not that I've oh, missed it. No. Out. Not that I've missed it. That was that was such a waste of money having HBO. <laughs> such a waste. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean for you maybe. <laughs> we enjoyed your HBO. <laughs> <laughs> Very good, sir. <laughs> Have you tried it lately? Does it still work? <laughs> nah, we haven't really had much cause to it, do it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, really, that's that was our plan. Is just you know buy HBO Go when uh, Game of Thrones comes back on and then we cancel, cancel it afterwards because there really isn't anything else on HBO that we're dying to watch. Yeah, I mean, like, all things being even, of course we'd like to have HBO, but since we don't have myriads of time to watch... Yeah, I mean, geez, there- we're still still catching up. I mean, we're we're uh, We've kind of caught up on Flash. 
Okay. Meh. Uh, okay. Catching up on Arrow. Pretty good. <laughs> I gotta say, it was nice. Let's get tired. Okay. Is there I mean, anything else on to side HBO track to watch? Completely, but like, what the heck? Uh, what, why is flat? Why is Arrow more fun than Flash right now? Because they had to go through their emo version of Flash for a bit. That's it. It'll get back to its normal shit. Or, I hope so. I mean, it, I guess all the shows go through that phase. Next, it'll be Supergirl wearing some sort of, you know, dyeing her hair black and going all goth for an episode or two. The, the way of the CW. Ugh. These damn kids these days. And their music and their hair and whatnot. All right, let's wrap this shit up. Uh, uh, Evan, there was one more story in the feed. It didn't post a picture in the uh, preview, so I think maybe you missed it. Um, but I'll. It's the link is oh, there, so yes. we can put it in the show notes. The, Ma- um, the Mary Sue. I did actually read this. I just missed it here. Yeah. So. Uh, Sense8, which was popular, uh, like, like had a cult following. Um, Very much so. But was recently canceled because Netflix can't just keep making everything. Um, well, apparently, creator, its numbers were bad. Not that Netflix yeah. tells you what their numbers are. <laughs> right. <laughs> so the creator posted um, on Facebook to say that they are going to get a two-hour like movie episode to wrap things up which is awesome because That's they great. did not end it in a place that like <laughs> the, the show would not have had closure without that it was a, it, that's the show that my mom was real technically yes. canceled about right and that's exactly oh. why i picked out the story <laughs> she's gonna be very happy to hear that i think she's i told her already and she was it, it, she, but yeah she, the, so the letter good that news for sense eight fans yeah the letter that the, the creator wrote was very loving to the fans because apparently it was because of the fans and you know their their write-ins and all of that stuff that this is happening like there's only so much and i like to see that that you know we've seen shows like come back from the dead and that not be such a good idea but i think this is the la- the first time that i've seen something like this where it's like okay we're not going to keep making the show but we'll give you a little more just to you know appease the hopefully wrap it up because my understanding yeah, exactly. it did end on a cliffhanger and that's not cool to cancel a show on a cliffhanger just not right okay so what show you are. i mean if this works then maybe this is a new way that we can deal with shows that are gone too soon like this oh man if netflix just made it a market out of that like if a show on NBC gets canceled, they, they just send it over to Netflix for the final two-hour episode. That'd be cool. What would you like to see for ah. the uh, Firefly wrap-up episode? <laughs> well, I got that. That you know, I I got my fix with Serenity. That's fine. <sighs> I caught a little bit of that on uh, the Siffy today. You caught what? The, the movie? Serenity. Oh. Yeah. Good show. Good movie. Oh, one of my favorites. Haven't watched Good it times. in a while. Gotta watch it. All right. Let's, let's, let's finish this up. Chris. Hey. You got a spiel for me? I do. And it starts <laughs> with me saying that you, yes, you, can get in touch with us at mail at com. You can uh, like us on, uh, as well as all flavors of social media that we inhabit. You can like us on Facebook, both the Geekade page and the This Week's Episode page. Find us on Instagram at Geekade. Subscribe to our YouTube and Twitch channels for all our latest video content. And follow us on Twitter at the underscore Geekade. Or follow the show specifically at Twapcast. You can also find us individually on Twitter. I'm at Geekade Chris. That's Geekade K-R-I-S. Karen is at... Shoot underscore the underscore moon. And Evan is at... Geekade underscore Evan. If you're interested in more information about anything we discussed here tonight, be sure to check out our show notes. And while you're at it, you can also subscribe to this and any of our other wonderful podcasts on iTunes or Stitcher. Or if you're super nice, you can leave us a review because any and all feedback is welcome and appreciated. Again, always remember to keep your eye on geekade.com where we post something new every single day. And real quick, I just want to mention that... um, uh, we have uh, you know, some friends uh, uh, named Brandon and Travis, and they do a little show called Apathetic Enthusiasm, as well as 
a show called uh, Internet Interdimensional RSS, which is a Rick and Morty podcast, and they are nominated for um, what is it? The Podcast Awards on podcastawards.com apparently <laughs> um, so if you head over to podcast awards and you like uh, getting swifty with uh, Rick and Morty podcasts then you should listen to their show and then nominate them for best podcast because uh, those dudes are pretty cool and they are they are friends of Geekade so uh, that that's that's a thing that I said <laughs> thank you Chris also um, want to just put it out there now no so we're in July now. So next month will be our Pedathon. Um, yes, the Pain in the Assathon is coming. Twenty-four hour live stream of Pain in the Ass video games played by the Geek Aid crew, all in the hopes of raising money for colon cancer awareness. We'll keep yep. you as as things progress and we find out more information. We'll find out as we decide what more information it, there is. We will keep you posted. But just please, it's a good cause. We, we want to make this a, a yearly thing. We we did it last year to some success, and we're going to try it again. Sue, Karen, that's me. It's your turn. It is. So you're gonna pick another show that it's gonna piss us off. Just go for the trifecta. (laughs) Actually, I'm going to try and fix this whole mess. All right. Uh, Unlike you two jerks, I actually thought about this ahead of time. (laughs) Wow, that's hurtful, Karen. Um, (laughs) To be fair, I thought about mine. I just didn't think it was just a bad idea. (laughs) I just didn't think it all the way through. (laughs) All right. Well, um, as Chris mentioned, we are terribly terribly behind on what we usually watch and so while there is brand new orphan uh orphan black out there and orange is new black and i really want to watch that gorgeous ladies of wrestling show uh none of that have we actually seen yet so i can't pick it uh so i got to go to the well with a classic and uh talk about one of my favorite and what i think is one of the best episodes of one of the best shows out there so I want to watch uh, Friends, okay. season five, episode fourteen, the one where everyone finds out. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Friends is a safe bet. That's that's a good call. All right, Friends, season five, episode fourteen. Very good. All right, that bout does it for us. Please. Come support us at Garden State Comic Fest, July 8th and 9th uh, in August. Pay attention for the Pedathon. And that's it. From all of us here at this week's episode, I'm Evan. I'm Karen. And in case you hadn't hit all the, the, all the greatest hits, poop jokes. Poop jokes tie it all together. <sighs> Good night. <laughs> And this concludes our broadcast day.